Hear Success Podcast. You hear it heard first. I cannot lose. I'm a winner. Got money on me now. Make them talk to me different. Was blind before with nines like they all got no vision. And want to be my friend now, but I got to How's it going, everybody? And welcome to the very first episode of the Hear Success Podcast. I'm your host, Rakeem, and I'm glad to be joined with none other than Dr. John R. Adolph. How are you doing today? Man, what's up, Rakeem? Man, thank you for allowing me to join you. I'm excited about this, dude. <laughs> no problem. I'm just glad you're here. Uh, we're going to get started. Since this is the very first episode of the Hear Success Podcast, I want them to get to know you, get to know uh, me, uh, if they don't already know you. So you can go ahead and introduce yourself. Man, for sure. Man, my name is Pastor John Adolph. Uh, I am a native Houstonian, Rakeem, Northside Pride, 610 and North Wayside, graduate of Kirby Middle School, East Houston Elementary School, MB Smiley Senior High School, then went to the other side of town to attend Texas Southern University, man. Worked in Houston for a little bit for the Internal Revenue Service, VIP Human Resources Development, and then later on, man, DuPont LaPorte, Texas. It was my best job, y'all, my best job. Great pay, great benefits. God called me to preach. Uh, took Hebrew and Greek at Houston Graduate School of Theology. Man, wanted more from sources that looked like me. So I went to Atlanta, Georgia, uh, majored in pastoral psychology, graduated with honors. Don't tell nobody. That's our secret because I barely made out everything else. Uh, met and married my wife of now nearly 25 years. Wow. Have been in Beaumont, Texas, man, for 24 years this year. Can y'all believe that? <laughs> and then, Man, uh, just been loving it ever since. You know, just uh, I'm here. I'm grateful, man, and honored to know you as a part of my crew here at the church and to be able to have this opportunity to share with you, man, on your blog. Man, it's, it's a blessing to be even in your presence and be able to learn from you each and every day. But what I want to do, I want to start by going ahead and letting people know a little bit about this podcast and what's the idea behind it. Sure. Uh, basically, uh, what this is, it's called the Hear Success Podcast. So I want people to be able to, um, you know, you can, you get to watch TV and see success. But uh, what about when you're driving in the car? It's a lot of I would say not positive things to listen to, but I'd rather you turn this on and be able to listen to success and listen to uh, the keys of life that can uh, that can catapult you into success. So that's what the idea behind this podcast is. And I'm glad that you are able to join me in this venture. Um, what I want to start with today is uh, so I was procrastinating, as you as you could say, about starting this podcast. This has been like a year and a half in the making. And um just recently for the last three weeks i've been really stern about getting this done and i've been uh writing episodes and things like that um so i wrote almost like five months of content and so but it's crazy the day before we post a record i'm like what are we going to talk about so i'm nervous and i'm trying to decide so yesterday i was actually at a friend's house and he wanted me he'd been uh asking me and asking me to come see his dogs because he's a dog breeder and he has um pit bulls that he breeds so i'm at his house and i'm looking at his dog mind you it's some nice dogs so i'm just looking all over the place and then i see this one uh little dog in the corner and i'm like man he looks sick like what's wrong with him and um basically he was telling me uh that it was a stray dog and he just couldn't stomach to see it just live nowhere homeless so he decided to take it in and uh, he was just explaining to me that it's, it's in the corner because of the way it acts um when it gets around the other dogs when he feeds the dogs he starts uh fighting the other dogs and things like that and i was like man i'm and then it, it dawned on me i'm like 
that's today's topic. So that gets me into today's topics, which the title is what type of dog are you? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And hopefully we can have a nice dialogue about that and people can uh, find it very helpful in their everyday life. So basically what I mean by that is um, what are you feeding yourself uh, mentally, emotionally, physically? What are you feeding yourself and, and how that's affecting your everyday life? Man, let me just say this, Rakeem. So a part of my journey, man, to being where I am has been to pledge several uh, social organizations. I am in six different fraternities that just I think my front yard could look like fraternity row. Right. Uh, Kappa Kappa Psi Band Fraternity, Sigma Pi Phi Boule, uh, Theta Phi uh, Eta, just you name it. I am in frat after frat. But one of those is a dearly beloved fraternity, Omega Psi Phi, whose alias is a Q dog. So <laughs> if you ask me what kind of dog I am, I have to say readily that my wife would say I'm a delicious delivered dog. That's what she <laughs> says all the time, Rakeem. And anytime I hear atomic dog, come on, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Just let me be a part of the redeemed. I'm not perfect. It's just something in me that says I just got to release one good hop still that's left in me. I don't hop high, but I still do it <laughs> because it's just in my bloodstream. As long as you hopping. <laughs> right, right, right. So, man, when you told me we were going to talk about what kind of dog are you, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, uh, You know, we have line names, and I have had one name given given to me uh, from somebody that's just a really dear friend. She said, I'm really not a dog. She calls me Q-tip. Whatever <laughs> that means, you know, just okay. So, but when you start talking about, man, this whole idea of dog, it's interesting because this morning's Bible study came from Philippians chapter 3. Well, Paul warns the Philippian church to beware of dogs. Is that amazing? That's crazy. It's right, <laughs> right. So just, dude, I'm sitting there like, okay, God, what is this? And hold up. What Paul was trying to say to the church in Philippi was this. He wasn't calling them dogs as a, and calling them animals. Mm -hmm. What he was really aimed at, Rakeem, is he was saying that some people have canine characteristics. Wow. Uh, and so everybody isn't nice. Everybody isn't in your corner. Everybody's not happy to see you succeed or make progress or become a success. There are some folk. Wait, I wish I could say that it was not in church. He was talking to church people, Ricky, who are in church. You say, hey, you know what? You know, if I could have everything do with it, I could help you, but I wouldn't help you. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, that's that whole thing. Exactly. Uh, and another thing about the dog, I want to talk about the fact, do, are you, do you even have that dog mentality? And when I say that, I'm talking about the uh, part of a dog that just has to go get it and does whatever he has to do to get what he wants, uh, gain success, and just uh, that go-getter mentality. And if you do have that dog in you, are you feeding that dog inside of you properly to be able to do the things that you want to do in life? And I noticed that um, by feeding yourself with positivity, it helps you throughout life. So it helps you with your decision making. Uh, it affects your ability to be able to make good decisions when you're uh, putting good inside of you. So elaborate on the fact uh, that how important it is to make good decisions. Let me say this. Whenever we make decisions that are real, you know real decisions from pseudo decisions mm -hmm. 
because real decisions make other decisions for you. Um, one of the things that God let us do, man, one of the things that's been a blessing to all of humanity, though sometimes it can be a curse, is to literally make decisions. Uh, God gave us the ability to possess human volition, which is the right to make decisions every day. And I submit that right away, man, when you start talking about feeding myself positive things, feeding myself, watch me, positive people, you know, just at some point, man, you kind of realize as you grow that you can really do bad alone. You know, that at some point it makes you say, wait, I want to achieve something. I want to be able to go. I want to be able to grow. I want to be able to, you know, be able to say, God, I didn't just waste my time here. That, and I've, you know, I, I'm not to cut you off, but I've ahead. been noticing just in my life being uh, taking out things like listening to music as much uh, social media. I've cut my social media t time tremendously and that's been able to help me. And I noticed that I haven't been having so much brain fog to where I, I can't. I feel like I'm not creative or I'm not thinking of those ideas that I once was by eliminating, uh, taking small steps and eliminating things that don't benefit me in a way I've uh, been um, putting inside myself things that have benefit me. Like I've been trying to learn Spanish. I've been listening to other podcasts talking about success and mindset and things like that. And that in return has made me be more creative. I've noticed that I'm more creative in that sense. Okay. So check this out, man. The other day I was in dialogue and discourse with my best friend. And one of the things we were talking about is the role of education in our lives. What role does education play? Um, one, uh, education for us is the ability to recreate the us that we are. Oh, wow. yeah. This is not even about how many degrees on your wall or how much money you spend trying to matriculate through pedagogical systems of education. It ain't even about that. It's really about what I think when I think of me and others, my global perspective. And so when you get through with it, man, there has to be this moment of awakening where you just say, wait, you know, if I if I'm on social media all the time, I let social media think for me. Wow. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, dude, you start looking like the people the that you listen to. Yes, sir. <laughs> exactly. Yes, sir. And so you think like them. You define your scope of existence like them. After all that's been done and said, you started becoming them. And another thing that I noticed by looking at social media all the time, it could lead to you feeling like you're not even enough because a lot of people who post things on social media, they're going to post the best part of their day. They're not going to post the worst part. Or even if they don't have a good part of the day, they're going to create what they think is a good image of their day. And you're like, man, why I don't have that much money? Why I don't have that car? Uh, why didn't I graduate with this degree? You don't know what they went through to get where they are. You're just looking at the end result and it makes you feel down on yourself. So that's another good reason to stay off of social media as much because you're continuously looking at things that make you feel like you're not enough or you haven't done enough. You know, people are great with highlighting things and people like to be recognized and notarized. Uh, we live in the era, man, of celebrities. Everybody wants to be one. It's amazing because the word celebrity comes from the Latin root celebros, which means one of a kind. And I think it's interesting that when God made each of us, he broke the mold. So you don't have to try to be one of a kind. 
there's only one you. The trouble is, man, the worst thing that could ever happen when you start talking about what you feed yourself, Rakeem, is this, is to let other people who are the creation tell other people who are creation what the creator wanted for them. Wow. You see, listen, at some point, man, people say, well, you know, we don't have a, you know, a, an instruction book on life. I argue we do. I still believe that the Bible is the book. That is why all denominations have it. That's why every faith possesses it, whether you Hindu or Buddhist or Taoist or Yahwist or whether you're a five percenter or a black Hebrew Israelite, Jehovah's Witness, it don't matter. Everybody has their book and ours. And it's because, Doc, it's the owner's manual, dude. <laughs> so if you want to see what God had in mind when he made you, you might want to peep the pages of the book to see exactly what God had in mind. Because if you want to know what a thing is designed to do, you can't ask the thing. It doesn't know. I believe God has plans for people, man. If you're alive, you're listening to this podcast, it is not an accident that God pushed Rakeem into doing this, allowed me to be on the set with him, and then on top of that, talk about what kind of dog you want to be. Y'all, this is too much. It is not an incident. It is not an accident. It is divine providence. And that's why I love it. And another thing I want to talk about, too, because when we're talking about what type of dog you are, I've been able to be around you for years and you have that dog in you. So for people who are um, who want to be more motivated and they, let's talk about the fact that you ride the bike every single day almost. And what pushes you to do that and how do you find it in you, even on the days that you don't want to do it, to continue to do it? Because I know a lot of people, they have that push, but it's for two days, three days. And so what's pushing the consistency? What's, how do you be so consistent? OK, so check this. I have always been an exercise enthusiast. I believe that you're a steward of your health. I've always been a big boy. I ain't never been skinny. I put a picture of myself on social media that I didn't know existed, man. One of my dear friends, Brandy Williams, went to my uncle's house and he pulled out a picture log of me. Most of my pictures were destroyed in a fire when I was younger. So I didn't think I had any. And I put a, a picture of me up when I was in the second grade. Man, I was a big boy then. I did not have a neck, <laughs> Rakeem. My chin was on my chest in the second grade. So I've always liked to exercise. Well, due to the pandemic, man, I had to find something to do. And cycling has just been a newfound love of mine. Uh, where I just I just love it. Uh, the other day I was riding with a man 65 years old who rides 80 miles a day. Wow. 40 miles in the morning, 40 miles in the afternoon. He rides his bike for nine hours a day. <laughs> but when he steps off the cycle, Doc, he looks like Tarzan or somebody. You know, just Doc, he is ripped like the Black Panther dude. And he's 65. So it inspires me. I love being around successful people. So let me just say this, man, to those who are sharing in this podcast. You really want to put yourself in the company of those who have been blessed with great things. Not to be envious or jealous. In fact, if everybody in your circle is just like you, struggle like you, think like you, you need a new circle. You need new friends. You need a it's whole crazy, it's new crazy that outlook. You say, it's crazy that you say that because um, I was listening to a podcast uh, yesterday and they was talking about the fact that stop getting friends around you that you can manipulate. Meaning, 
um, if you're doing something wrong, stop getting those friends around you that you can tell that you can convince that you're not wrong and they, they just be like, it's okay. Get friends that are gonna be stirring with you and let you know when you're wrong so you can improve in life. So that was a good topic. When you talk about the fact that you surround yourself with positive people, I feel like when you surround yourself with positive people and you unconsciously um, expect positivity and you demand positivity from other people. So it's like by other people being in your presence, they become positive. So I feel like that's that's a key as well. You know, I think it has a lot to do with limiting who you allow in a concentric circle. It has a lot to do with not going backwards, but going forward. Most of the people, man, every time I have a, a, a reunion or I go to a game, that's a football game or a basketball game from one of my alma maters, man, I run into people who are doing the exact same thing, stuck in the exact same struggle, have the same messed up habits that they had 20 years ago. And so my thing is, if you're going backwards, man, I can't go with you. I'll never forget this, man. I was in my fifth year of a four-year degree program at Texas Southern. Wait, don't judge me because I did finish. But I, Doc, I'm in year five, dude, right? And uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to just really almost have to make a decision of whether I'm going to try to really finish. I'm just going to let this be for somebody else. And uh, I was sitting uh, on the steps of Hannah Hall and... Uh, a young man and I was sitting there, man, and he uh, had a friend walk by and uh, dude looked up and said, hey, man, where you going? And he said, nowhere. And my friend I was sitting with said, hold on, I'm coming with you. And that just said something to me, Rakeem, you know, if you're going nowhere, you can't take me with you. I don't want to go with you. I just think that there has to be something God wants for me. And I want that thing. Okay, and let's talk a little bit about putting yourself in position for success and for positivity. So how how do you feel like a person who feels like that they're in their area, they can't find those people that are like them? What do you think that people should do to get more involved and get around positive people? Isolation comes first, believe it or not. Most people don't want to be alone. We fear being alone. We call it lonely and loneliness and lonesome and all of that. I argue that the greater blessing of new company comes when you get rid of the old company. If you have friends, oh, we've been friends for 70 years. We're still good friends. I say to you, that's good. But if they're occupying that kind of space in your life, you are becoming them even if you don't realize it. Your thoughts are their thoughts. Your, your mindset is their mindset. Your perceptions are their perceptions. It's amazing because people are given their daily bread, not their daily loaf, Rakeem. Nobody gets a loaf. Everybody gets one day at a time, but it's amazing to watch what some people do with their day and others do with theirs. Man, there are some people who have perfected laziness. They are experts. Get up at one time. What's for breakfast? Hello. <laughs> you know, just, you know, just a footnote. You know, it's, it's one is lunchtime. You know, just other people, man, work the whole man. I was watching a piece on Tyler Perry. And I don't care whether you like him or not. His work ethic, his desire, the dog he feeds in him is impeccable. It's why he's like he is. So just there are people who are envious and jealous, but this because you didn't put the time in he put in. So just when you say, you know, how do you start by yourself? There is nothing wrong with being alone. Start with you. 
Start with what you read. Start with what you listen to, who you listen to, and for what. If everything around you is fun, entertainment, you are wasting time. So basically what you're saying is learn you before you can learn oh, others. Oh, yes, sir. I would <laughs> tell you that that whole issue of self-awareness wow. is crucial and critical. Okay, I feel like we touched today's topic. What type of dog are you? And I'm very happy with that dialogue, but I can't finish today's podcast without mentioning the fact that Joe Biden announced that his vice president will be Kamala Harris. I can only say this, Rakeem. I am so thankful for the effort, the energy, and the public recognition of both Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. Uh, it says a lot about his character for him to nominate this young lady and recommend her to be his running mate uh, because she is a woman and she is of African-American descent. I am so proud. Man, she is black history on two feet. Uh, and I love it. Um, four more years of Trump could decimate this country. Uh, I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican. I am a Christian with my own convictions. And I say four more years could literally destroy us. Uh, the infrastructure has already been divided. Uh, make America great again is just an idiomatic refrain for, listen, white people, take your country back. That's exactly what he's saying. Uh, he has no regard for Black Lives Matter. He has no regard for Hispanics who have built a part of this country with their love and their labor. He has no regard. When you get through with this, um, this could be the greatest socio-political shift for the positive we've seen in quite some time. And the truth be told, what greater time to have a Kamala Harris, man, uh, Sister Madam Alpha Kappa Alpha President. It's just great, man. I think she's she's paid her dues. She's not new to this. She's true to this. Uh, she is a skillful attorney. She is great with debate. She is a senator where she's from so i mean just why not and her why not now in fact november the third rolling up on us y'all is coming so if there was ever a time you can make sure you are ready to vote and good to go it is now because your voice needs to be heard well you heard it from the man himself so would you say vote joe biden <laughs> Listen, get to the poll and vote Joe. You hear me just, and hold on, Kamala. That's how you say her name. It's like Pamela with a K. Learn how to say sister girl's name. I just learned how to say it today. Kamala, Cam. Hey, girl, we supporting you. Praise the Lord, all of that. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go ahead and uh, close today's episode by, by ending with a quarter of the day. You had the quarter of the day earlier. What was it? Yeah, Rakeem, while matriculating at Morehouse School of Religion, man, we had a professor very soft-spoken gentleman whose name was Dr. Indugu Tafariati, who was a Christocentric Egyptologist. And he would often say that what you eat will soon eat you. So you have to be careful what you put in yourself, what you think or who you study with, who you partner with. It's the same thing that my grandmother said. She just put it on another refrain. If you lay with dogs, you'll get up with fleas. That goes with today's topic uh, as far as being a dog. If you are going to be a dog, be, be careful what you eat. And I want to thank everybody for joining us on today's first episode of the podcast. And hopefully there's many more to come. Um, I hope that you guys join us next time. And remember, you hear it heard first. Thanks for joining us. I cannot lose. I'm a winner. Got money on me now. Make them talk to me different. Was blind before with nines like they all got no vision.
vision And wanna be my friend now, but I gotta keep my distance I cannot lose ever, I feel like the GOAT now But I ain't no no phone